Thank you for your spirit that is at work in us. We thank you for Jesus Christ, our Savior. He came so that he might save us from our sins. We pray that your spirit will guide us as we share a few thoughts from your word. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, so we are going to share a few thoughts, and we are going to keep it short and sweet. I'm sure the Christmas season means a lot of things to many people, but ultimately is the greatest birth day of all. Now, if you notice, that word, the way it's split, is the reason. I've been to a lot of birthdays this year. A few surprise birthdays, they said, make sure you show up 15 minutes before time, make sure you hide in the closet, <laughs> and all of that. And it was all fun as we had um, all of this birthday, just remi- remi- reminding ourselves of the date that people were born. But Christmas reminds us of the greatest birthday of all. And I'd like us to read a scripture as we think on this. I was told, make sure you point there. Good. Luke chapter 2 from verse 8 to 14 reads, In the same region there were some shepherds staying out in the fields and keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord suddenly stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terribly frightened. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. For behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all the people. For today, in the city of David, there has been born for you a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloth and lying in a manger, And suddenly there appeared with the angels a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among men with whom he is pleased. So I want to look at three quick thoughts on Christmas as a time. Point there. So Christmas is a time for celebration. It's a time for salvation and a time for reconciliation. So it's a time to celebrate. We celebrate the birthday of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
there again. So, when we think of celebration, the question I like to ask is, what are you celebrating this Christmas? Some people will celebrate the fact that they made it through the year. The year is almost coming to an end. You started the year, you were not sure whether you'd be able to make it. Others, just being home with family and friends, and all of that is good. And depending on your workplace, you might have gotten a bonus or something. So that calls for celebration as well. And so many other reasons. Finish all the shopping, wrap all the gifts, and um, got the gift I've been looking for for so many years. And uh, some might just say, I'm not celebrating anything. I'm just uh, trying to survive because of circumstances and events. And you notice that there are other dots there which I can't cover. So you can fill in the gaps in terms of what you are celebrating. Depending on your circumstance, your situation, you might not feel like celebrating. But Christmas is indeed, though, a time of celebration. And I just want to highlight that for this reason, the reasons why it's a time for celebration. In Luke chapter 2, verse 10, the angels said to them, Do not be afraid. For behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all the people. I'd like to suggest to you that Christmas is worth celebrating for various reasons. It's personal. When the angel spoke, he was speaking to the shepherd, but the message is for us as well. I bring you. It's also positive, good news of great joy, and it's universal. It applies to everybody, for children, adults, those that are old, those that are young, those that are rich, those that are poor, educated, peasant, it doesn't matter. It's good news of great joy for all people. It doesn't matter who you are, what you've done, where you've been, or where you're headed. You can celebrate the birthday of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's good news, so it's worth celebrating. Um, it's a time to celebrate a few ideas. One is that God loves you. That's something worth celebrating, regardless of how you feel or where you are or what you've done. The lo God loves you. In John chapter 3, verse 16, it says, For God so loved the world, so familiar but yet so true, that he gave his son. When Jesus came into the world, it was a demonstration of God's love. That's why he came. So it's worth celebrating. The love of God is worth celebrating. And it's also worth noting that it indicates that God is with you. I'm sure sometimes you feel alone. Maybe because of what you are going through or what you are facing or what your circumstances. Or it seems nobody understands you and nobody can relate to what you are going through. 
But God is with you. That's why when Jesus showed up, his name was called Emmanuel, God with us. And the Lord Jesus Christ himself promised not to leave you, nor forsake you. So it's worth celebrating the presence of God in your life. It's with you. And um, one other thing that is, reminds us of is that God is for us, not against us. Oh, let's be very specific for you and for me. If you're a Christian, you're a child of God, God loves you, is with you, and is for you. That's something that is worth celebrating. The fact that you are special to God and God cares about you. Regardless of how you feel and regardless of your circumstance right now, those truths, they don't change. They are constant. So that calls for celebration. It's a time for celebration. It's also a time for salvation. Luke 2 verse 11, For today in the city of David there has been born for you a Savior. Born for you a Savior who is Christ the Lord. The Lord Jesus didn't show up so that we could recognize that he's God. He didn't show up so that he could perform miracles and then we would say, oh, that's the greatest man that could perform miracles. As great as those things were, he showed up so that he could save us. In fact, the angel was speaking to Mary and said, uh, Joseph says, she will bring forth a child and you shall call his name Jesus. Why? Because he will save his people from their sins. So it's also a time of uh, salvation. When we think of Christmas, it reminds us of the fact that this child that is born is born to die for our sins. So, but what do you need to be saved from? Worry? One of the greatest addictions of all times. And uh, it's almost universal. Sometimes we need God to save us from worry, from debt. Maybe it could be financial or otherwise. Or to be saved from people who hurt you. In the psalm, you will see the psalm is praying all these kind of things. Or from anger, or habits that seem not to be under your control, or the past, or unforgiveness, or injustice, or whatever it is that fills in the blank for you. The Lord Jesus is able to save you from your sin and much more. He deals with all of those. So it's a time for salvation. Jesus came to save. There has been born for you a Savior. In Galatians 4, from verse 4 to 5, we read this, but when the set time had fully come, God sent his Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those under the law, that we might receive adoption to sonship. So, salvation means freedom. Freedom. 
Freedom from sin and its consequences. Freedom from the guilt over the past, bitterness, resentment, from the fear of death and the fear of the future. That's why it's worth celebrating. Jesus came to save, been born for you a savior. And it comes through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm praying and hoping that you won't leave this place without being saved. If you came in unsaved, that you will walk out saved because you've chosen to trust the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior. Three points. My friend David said, a good message has only three points. Three points. And we're going to keep it short. The angel said, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among men with whom he is pleased. So Christmas is also a time for reconciliation. Where will you like to see peace this Christmas? Say, peace among men. Some might say with my parents, my kids, with other believers in my mind and heart, and with my neighbors, in my marriage, or everywhere, I like to see peace. That's why Jesus came, the Prince of Peace, to bring about reconciliation and peace. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among men with whom he is pleased. In Romans 5 verse 1, we are told that therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God. Notice the agent of peace, peace with God through our Lord Jesus. And in Romans 5 verse 11, we are told we also boast in God through our Lord Jesus, through whom we have now received reconciliation. And in Philippians 4, 6-7, we are told not to be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving to present our request to God. And notice the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So Jesus offers peace with God, the peace of God, and also enables you to have peace with others. So it's a time to reconcile differences, and it's a time to reconcile um, the, the bad relationship between you and God and also others. This is Christmas. It's a time for celebration. It's a time for salvation and a time for peace. Reconciliation. The best gift you can receive this Christmas is to accept Jesus as your Savior. And to fellowship with him if you're already a believer through worship, prayer, and scriptures. I know some people sometimes get very upset that they didn't get the gift they wanted. But remember, it's Jesus' birthday and not yours. <laughs> right? So you are supposed to be the giver, giving him worship, prayer.
praise, thanksgiving, and adoration. So unwrap your Christmas gift. There has been born for you a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Merry Christmas. The shortest message that I ever give. <laughs> All right, so we're going to sing Hymn of the Ages because we are thinking of the Lord Jesus Christ during this season. We have to exalt him and to lift him up.